Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 607 on a crisp and clean Wednesday Eve. Welcome to the show. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Oh, we got a fun one tonight. We got a fun one tonight. If I didn't think we'd have a fun one, I would be honest with you. Like, this is going to be a, a dour and sour show. But, no, this is going to be uh, sugary, sweet fun for you and the kids, Longoria. Uh, Nicole Carr from Channel 2 Action News is going to join us next hour, as is Johnny Kilbasa. But the best way to get over the hump that is Wednesday is to do what, Longo? Let's play, oh, yeah. let's play Millennial Match Game. A little double dip from Juddy Hickenbotham there. Millennial Match Game uh, brought to you by our pals at... Rocco's European Garage. You hear it every Monday and Wednesday on the Mark Arab Show. Joining us in studio, the champ, the undisputed undisputed queen of Millennial Match Game from the digital desk. It's our girl, Randy. How are you, Randalicious? I'm feeling good after this good old eggnog, Mark. You're welcome. I gave. Uh, I went to Publix before the show, and I got uh, lactate uh, eggnog. That's what it's come to, Longoria. I got. I've got. I love. You're that age now. Yeah, I, I love eggnog so much. But if I had the regular, yeah, yeah, I this, you wouldn't the, be able to do a show. No, you'd be listening to a Hannity rerun right mm. now. My so. husband gets that, and we he calls it lacnog. Yeah, it's lacnog. It tastes the same, <laughs> right, Randy? Randy just chugged it. It is so freaking delicious. Yeah, I'm impressed. It's Good job. delicious. So Randy is from the Power Pod, black, uh, educated, and broke, and she is the queen of millennial match game. Think about the uh, category today, Randy, while we meet our contestants. Songs from films. Songs from films. All right, don't worry. Turn that smile, that frown upside down. Kathy is our first contestant. She is from Cleveland. Kathy, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. I am a critical care nurse. I have three children all in college, and I am a wealth of worthless knowledge. Fantastic. I love that. Uh, thanks for doing that. How's, how's the critical care nurse work uh, doing these days? Is it tough? Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah, not that it's ever easy, but I would imagine now it's very tough. All right, good luck to you, Kathy. Again, thanks for what you do. You're going to be taking on Jason. Jason, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Jason. I'm from Paulton County, and I work in construction in Atlanta, and I have two little boys at the house. My man. Thanks for playing, Jason. Uh, again, today's category is songs from films. So here's the deal. I'm going to play uh, a song, and you have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know what movie that song is from. Okay? So you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Randy knows. This is an example. This one doesn't count. Randy, what uh, movie is this song from? I never meant to call you when you All right, you know this, Randy. What is it? I, I do. Is he have to guess if I know it? Yeah, just tell me what it is. It is the, you know, the Purple Rain it by is, Prince. It is the Purple Rain. So that's how easy this game is. Very simple. We think. We think. It depends on the songs, I guess. All right, you're going to start us off, Kathy, 
Will Millennial Randy know what movie this song is from? Greatest 80s movies of all time, but Randy was uh, oh, yeah. not even born. But will she know what movie that's from? What do you think, Kathy? This girl is amazing. I think she will. All right, oh. Randy, you are amazing. Oh my God, Kathy, too much pressure. I don't 80s even... movie. What's the greatest okay, 80s the gra- movie? Well, see, my greatest is not Charles Greatest. Could... You know, I feel like the greatest is the dude with, um, you know, with yes, the, yes, with the car. yes. You know, um, Back to the Future, but that's not Back to the Future. Well, uh, uh. No. No. Oh, no. Thank you, Kathy. I know it's not. <laughs> um, that, what's another good movie in the 80s? Ooh. Um, Dinner. Lunch. Breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast Club. Yes. There Is we go. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of The Breakfast Club? Just the, Just, the, the show. All right. There you go. All right. Oh, the, the, the hip-hop show. That's hilarious. All, I know. all right. Good job, Kathy. We kind of massaged that point for you there. All right, Jason. I'll help you out on this one, too. Uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Jason. There is no chance in hell Randy knows this one. So uh, that's my advice. Will Randy know what movie had this famous song? Little Madonna right there for the drive home. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Will Randy know what movie that is from? I'm gonna go ahead and just say no. Yeah, very no way in heck. Well, I do love the song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love that song. But you know, it's giving me like you know, what's that girl that was like a prostitute in the movie? Um, um, uh, Julia. Uh, yes, Julia Roberts. Pre- pretty Little Women. Pretty Little Women. Is yes. The, the, that's a combination of a book and a movie. Oh, what is it? It's Pretty Women <laughs> or <laughs> Little Women. Uh, that is uh, Desperately Seeking Susan, starring Madonna. And Chuck's crush, one of the Arquette ladies. I actually liked that movie a lot as a kid. Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah, it was a cool movie. Yeah, I liked it was it. good, right? She had amnesia. She didn't know who she was. Uh, Randy, you can blame amnesia for missing okay, that one. Okay, thank you. Round two, a millennial match game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What is the score, Deborah Green? We're all tied up at one one, and it's Kathy. A piece, and Kathy is up. Kathy, songs from films. Will Millennial Randy, the queen of Millennial Match Game, know what movie featured this famous song? Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll Oh my goodness, absolutely. You say absolutely. Absolutely. All right. This is a kind of a newer movie. This isn't an old 80s movie. This is... You've seen this. I mean, but th- this, to be fair, to have this song is on so many soundtracks, so yeah. that's not, like, the most fair, okay? All right, all right. So, um, is this, like, 90s, 80s? 90s. The main character is kind of big husky-ish. He's a black guy? No. no. He's just got that big husky shape. Who's a big white husky man on the show? <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily white. Okay, um, so is it is it like a, um... No, that's like the Wayne, the, uh, you know the people. Uh, the guy who plays uh, the Wayne's brothers. You know the, the, the guy. Yeah, no, that's not even close. Uh, the movie was Shrek. 
Sure. Oh my God, that is not even fair. <laughs> What's that? They put us on everything. That was the first movie that played it. They oh do my God, play. and I love Shrek. All right, well, I love I love you, Randy. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Uh, no point for Kathy. Jason, well, Millennial Randy, no movie starred this movie. What movie featured this song? Is what I'm trying to say. Gentlemen, the great Bette Midler. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Will Randy know what movie this Bette Midler song is from? I'm going to say no again. Yeah, hells to the no on this one. The Wind Beneath My Wings from what movie, Randy? I didn't even know Beth sung that. Yeah. I, that was, I thought it was Celine Dion. Okay, Beth Midler. Um, so this Beth. got this had to be a song about like somebody who's a, a hero. Yes, yes. Okay, it's the hero in the 80s. Yep. Hero in the 80s. A drama. It was a drama movie. Yes. E.T.? It was not E.T. That's e. an amazing guess. I mean, well, you know. Yeah, E.T. was a drama. I mean, there was there was dramatic scenes there. Beth Midler. Beth Midler sang Wind Beneath My Wings in the movie Beaches. Beaches. I've never heard of this. Very empowering friendship women movie. Big chick flick. Big oh, chick see, flick. Beaches, yeah. all right. Yeah, all right. Uh, Jason does get the point. Kathy, you need this one to tie... This was one of my favorite movies as a kid, which means it's old, Randy. Uh, will she know what movie had this uh, amazing song in it? Strange. What do you think, Kath? I don't think so. Echo and the Bunny Man. I didn't know who sang that song, actually. Good job, it's everybody. A cover. Of The Doors, right? Yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, old 80s movie, teen movie. Is it about strange things? Yes, it is. Does it have strange in the movie, the name of the title? No, 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 no. Uh, strange things in the 80s. That can be a lot of things. <laughs> um, I'll give you a hit. It's a vampire movie. Oh, um... What was in Was Vampire in Brooklyn in the 80s? Vampire in Brooklyn! Was that the one in the 80s? No, it's not the answer either. Uh, oh. The Lost Boys. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've never saw, but I heard of that. So when Chuck gets old, he's going to look like the grandpa from The Lost Boys. <laughs> and he's going to do taxidermy, and there's going to be stuffed animals all over the house. That no. is the way Chuck's going. The dog likes it. Whatever dog is listening likes I'm it. I'm sorry. That's okay, I'm Kathy. Sorry. Who's up? It's Jason's turn. It's Jason's turn. Jason, will uh, Millennial Randy know what... Uh, Film in the 80s featured this song. This movie came out right as I was hitting puberty, I think, which was perfect timing with Kelly LeBrock. You know what I'm saying, Longoria? Uh, oh, I do. What do you think, Jason? Will Millennial Randy know what the movie that is from? Let's say no again. All right, Randy, I'm going to play a little more of this. Just give you a little. Sounds like kids with some sneakers on. Yeah. That looks dirty with some skinny jeans. There were two kids. And with a mullet sneakers. haircut. Yeah. It was two kids. There were two kids in this movie, two main what, stars. Was it a team movie? It was a team movie. Let me play the beginning of the song again. Oh. Weird science. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I had to throw her a bone. All right. Uh, here we go. Kathy, you're up real quick before we get to traffic. 
Will Randy the Millennial know what uh, movie featured this song? by Supergrass was in this 90s mega hit Will Randy the Millennial Know? Oh my goodness. I'm going to say yes. I just have to. My sister's name's Randy. Randy's looking clueless right now. I don't think she's going to get this one. Randy? Is the words in the song? Let me just play it again. Okay. Uh, We are Younger, young kids. Young kids. Yeah. Young again. Young again. I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, the movie is Clueless. They're, oh, they're, I love Clueless. Oh, uh, my, y'all set me up. This ain't right. I, I said Randy looks Clueless. All right, end of round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? 2-2. Two, two. Tied up 2-2. Two two. Final round coming up. Stick with us, folks. It's the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB. Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. The score, Deborah Green, and who is up? 2-2 with Jason's turn. Jason, will Millennial Randy know what movie featured this famous song? Now What do you think, Jason? I'm going to say yeah. Uh, I think uh, so, too, Randy. Like, I know it, y'all. I swear I do. I just can't remember the name. But I remember the guy that was in there. He's the running man. They be doing exercises. He's in that same movie. Okay. Okay. What's it about? It's about, um, it's, it's a holiday movie, ain't it? Or it's a Rocky movie? It's a Hanukkah movie. Oh, sorry. I don't want to be. I got quiet. I'm That's a no. I don't know. That is a no. That is uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. With uh, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Not the running man. <laughs> uh, what's the final score, Deborah? Still 2-2. Two, two. All right. We're tied up, too. Hang on the line, guys. We don't have prizes, but you are both going to get an autographed edition of the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. Randy is on the Power Pod and Black Educated and Broke. Check her out there as well. News, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. Yo, what up, y'all? It's Jermaine Dupree, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, y'all know what this is. 6.38, 22 in front of 7. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the ATL. I'm glad you played this song. You'll never guess who I saw at the grocery store before work today. Who? Martin Luther King III. Really? I love Atlanta. Nice. Just walking around Publix? I, I'm not going to tell you where he shops. I respect his privacy. Okay. Let's just say I was at a grocery establishment. And uh, it was Martin Luther King III. I was like, this is such an amazing... I just t- I'd even make a big deal out of it, Chuck. He wanted a picture with me. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, was like I was like... He asked for a Christmas card, though, right? I said, doctor, I got to go get my lactate eggnog. I'm sorry. I just tipped my hat to him. But that was pretty amazing. Like, to me, that's cooler than seeing, like, some random actor or actress. I was like... I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Yeah, so, that was cool. Another reason I love living in Atlanta. Uh, one other reason I love living in Atlanta, and I've run into uh, Clark Howard many times in the grocery store. Yeah. Clark's Christmas Kids, Deborah Green. Yeah, it's the 30th annual Clark Christmas Kids, and the first time that it's going all virtual. So if you'd like to help out Clark Howard fill the uh, wish list of a Georgia child in foster care, you can go to our website, wsbradio.com. You'll see the child. You'll see everything that he wants, and you can buy it right there online from the safety of your own home. You don't have to put on a mask or go to a store and everything, and we'll 
will take care of everything else. And uh, every year, every foster child in the state of Georgia gets a gift thanks to Clark Howard's Christmas Kids and you, the amazing WSB radio listeners. So I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I'm kind of a life caddy. Did you know that, Chuck? A life caddy? Yeah. Do you know what a life caddy is? I don't. So uh, the Seinfeld episode. Remember oh, yeah, yeah, Kramer yeah, yeah, had the yeah, yeah. caddy? Yes. And he would give him life advice? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like that guy to bad a lot of people. Advice. Well, like, it could be good or bad advice, but like people come to me for uh, guidance sometimes. Really? Uh, yeah, and contemporaries hmm. too, not not just like interns. I'm, or, I'm shocked by this. Yeah, me too. Well, they, they say, oh, this guy's got his stuff together yeah. and look where he is. So huh. I, I embrace that role. I love, sure. you know, I try to do the best I can, like the old Jewish wise sage where I just... <laughs> You know, hand down the Jews nugget. Your Semites. Where I try to hand down, you know, the uh, 6,000 years of history. Anyway. Knowledge. So my buddy uh, calls me up today. Actually, he didn't call me. He texts me. No one calls me anymore. Right. He's like, hey, uh, I got. I, I need I need some advice uh, from my life caddy. I was like, bring it on. Call me up. So he calls me. And he, uh, I'm not going to tell you what profession is, but he's, he's pretty good at his job. Mm-hmm. And he got an offer from another outfit. Right. And he wanted to know if he should take it. He's been with this other company, I don't know, like seven or eight years, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I'm like, he, he was giving the pros and cons. I'm like, well, it sounds like everything being equal comes down to money. I'm like, how much money is it, you know, to how much more money are you going to get? Maybe you, if you can get that offer, you can go back to your boss and say, hey, I'm being offered. Uh, the Acme company is offering me X thousand. And he told me what he was making. I was like, What? What are you making a year? Like it's a good job, but <laughs> right. yeah. like blew my. Mu- I was like, like too much, like too much. much? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I too was... much for his job, or too much? You thought he was making less? Both. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I-, I was like, are you serious? Like that? Like it was double what I thought he was making. So let's just say hypothetically, I thought he was making seventy five thousand dollars a year. Right. And this new offer was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I was like. What that's insane. That's amazing. Good job, you know. Yeah. And I realized I have no idea what people make anymore. Like really? the last time I ever did any like research on salaries was when I graduated college and I was like, all right, what do I want to do for a living? And you know, like <laughs> right. I saw what a sports writer makes at a newspaper. I'm like, I right, cross that off. I'm not gonna do that. So literally 24 years, I have no idea what people make in jobs. So I asked Deborah. Because I can't believe this guy's. I mean, I he's my friend and I love him. I can't believe anyone would offer this guy one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> like seventy five. I was like, all right, that, that's probably what he's worth. Like, right, right, you right, know, right, he's right, not right. bad. He's hundred fifty. That's an insane amount of money. That is an insane amount of money, especially for my a friend of mine. My friend shouldn't be making that kind of money. <laughs> so Deborah came up with a list of jobs and what the average salary. I guess these are the average salary, Deborah. Average salary across the United States. So obviously they're different for like larger cities versus yeah. smaller ones, but this is just the overall. So take average. these with a grain of salt. So uh, a retail store manager, Chuck, like the guy that uh, manages the Bass Pro Shops where you are. What do you think? Uh, uh, retail store manager's average salary is again. This is nationwide, so it's probably higher in Atlanta, et cetera, et cetera. If it's a if it's a big uh, like like that or like a Home Depot or Lowe's, yeah, I, I think they make close to eighty. Forty-one thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, but that could that's in the median, so it okay. could be a Family Dollar store manager makes sure, that. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, an architect. You know, Costanza wanted to be an architect. <laughs> yeah. What's the average salary of an architect? This is lower than I thought it would be. Seventy-five thousand. Seventy-nine thousand. Good yeah. job, Chuck. Do you want to get in on this long glory? Sure. Yeah. Keep, uh, <laughs> a fire inspector. Okay. I don't know what that is. 
They inspect for fire. No, they, my dad used to do that. All right, so you go check out like if a restaurant's up to code or whatever. Uh, yeah, or after fire. I don't know what my dad used to do was yeah. after fires. They would go oh, I got inspect you. and see. That's how a it crappy one. Let me give you a different one, Longoria. <laughs> That's a crappy one. <laughs> housekeeper. What's a housekeeper? Oh, like? Housekeeper, like yeah. a professional housekeeper, like Alice on the Brady Bunch. I would think at least forty, fifty thousand, thirty-two thousand dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I want to do because I've I have no I had no clue what after nineteen ninety six. I don't know what anyone's making because that's the last time I did any research. You don't have to say your real name. You don't have to say your real job. Just tell me the industry you're in or the kind of job you're in and what you make currently and what like the average is because I was shocked that my idiot friend is making $150,000 a year. Shocked, I tell you. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'll run down some of these other uh, salaries of jobs you might recognize as well. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Average salary for an accountant, $69,000 a year. Registered nurse, $52,000 a year. An executive assistant, $45,000 a year. Mark Aaron back with you trying to uh, gain some knowledge. I have no knowledge of what people make since 1996. Just real quick, what do you do and, and how much do you make? John is in Woodstock. John, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great, brother. How are you? Oh, fantastic. It's a beautiful day to be an American. Ma- amen, brother. Amen. So I'm an electrician, and I make roughly um, $150,000, $200,000 a year on wow. average. Wow. What? That's amazing. Good for you. Congratulations, John. That's fantastic. With, with freaking COVID, as bad as COVID's been for everybody, we actually got busier because everybody was at home and all the projects needed to be done. Yeah, we got to fix that blinking light in Longoria's foyer. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm the owner of a company in Woodstock, and we've been busier than ever. That's it's like what entry level. You hire, a, uh, let's say, low T truck wants to become an electrician. What's he start out at? No experience, about 25 a year. After four or five years, you're upwards to 80 to 90. I would stay with this job, Chuck. Less work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one's going to convince me to get out of this chair. Stay, stay with on, this yeah. job, buddy. Uh, that's that's great. Patrick's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Patrick, what do you do? What do you make? I work in the automotive service field as a service advisor, uh, just slightly under 100. That's good. That's a good salary. And as, as a, I'm going to read the tea leaves here. As a service advisor, you're not doing much work, right? You're just advising folk. No, that's not true at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do like an example? What do you do? What did you do today at work? Uh, basically, did all the sales, writing estimates, calling people, trying to make sure the cars were done, the scheduling, uh, running. You know, just okay. Running you're not actually doing the the actual work. You're you're coordinating the work. Uh, yeah, I don't do the actual work on the cars, but my technicians that do, they yeah. make uh, anywhere from eighty-five to hundred. Those are that's great money, man. Right? That's I mean, I'm so I'm so far out of, of the real world. Like the like this is really the only real job I've ever had. So prior to this, I was a waiter and I worked at a cigar store. So that's like that's where the end of my yeah yeah. That's that's good. You're you got to be happy with that, right, Patrick? I uh, can't complain at all on this earth. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dustin's in coming. Dustin, what do you do? What do you make? Oh, uh, man, I'm now listening, I don't make enough. <laughs> I, um, I'm a maintenance technician for about 400 units in Alpharetta, Georgia, uh, about 50,000. But I'm an electrician, a plumber, a pool guy, an AC guy, a groundskeeper. And most importantly, I'm also a, a guy that listens to all my residents' problems. So you're like Schneider from One Day at a Time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you, I need to bump up my game hearing these guys and their income. That, that, it's, that was shocking, right? That's a lot of money. 
that is a lot of money. But, I, you know, I've heard of a lot of those electricians, which is, is crucial. You know, a house burning down. Those yeah. guys need the money they make. So um, on the quick end, I just want to say you are definitely a solid eight with your beautiful wife. Good gracious, y'all. Oh, th- yeah, combined we're an eight. She's a ten. Yes, combined, yes. And I'm, yes well, so. actually we're a seven because she's a ten and I'm a four. So wow. the couple as I'm listen, I'm a four. I, You're I, not a four. Three and a half? No, stop it. <laughs> I'm a f- two. I, yeah, jeez. Oh, I fully embrace my Fordham. I'm fine with that. Russell's in McDonough. Russell, what do you do? What do you make? Hey man, I'm a firefighter. Make about forty three thousand a year. That's not enough. I mean, I'm glad you you're, nope. you're, you enjoy your what you do. But that's not enough, right? You you and school teachers and police officers and uh, EMTs. That's not enough for what you guys nope. do. Most of us firefighters are also EMTs, so it's between that and then we've also most of us work about forty hours a week part time as well. Double dip, yeah, triple dip. So, uh, you know, outside of like year end with all your jobs total, what do you what are you bringing home? It's probably still not more than fifty five, sixty oh, a year. Well, listen, I appreciate your service, Russell. I knew you. I know you do it because you love it, not for the money, buddy. Absolutely, man. All right. Thank you for calling. Interesting. Yeah, I think this is helpful because I have no idea what people make and what they do. I might become an electrician after news, weather, and traffic. Oh, That's amazing. Good for them. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Doing the uh, sa- salary survey, we'll call it, on the Mark Aram Show. Next half hour, Nicole Carr from Channel 2 Action News and Johnny Kilbasa with the Faster Review. News, weather, traffic, next. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the program and a good wednesday eve to you mark aram here you there at 707 seven minutes after seven o'clock this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday 6 to 8 p.m on 95.5 wsb atlanta's news and talk the whole gang is here deborah green produces the show longoria the stoic eskimo on the other side of the takeout window beefsteak charlie screens them calls uh 2020 is coming to a close uh, end the year on a high note by doing something good for community join me and the wsb traffic team and public supermarkets as we collect holiday food donations november 21st to help stock the shelves at the atlantic community food bank visit wsbradio.com for details or to donate online coming up in just a little bit nicole carr from channel 2 johnny k with a fast food review but i was blown away uh earlier when I gave my uh, my friend some career advice, actually, I didn't even want to give him any career advice. Yeah, you just told him to go with more money. I was like, I can't. I'm like, you. What do you do? I should be asking you for advice. <laughs> my uh, money. My my friend is making uh, is being offered a hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year job, which is double what I thought that Zeke would make. So, so what I, was his dilemma? It was like. For like was it location or job well, or it was I'm, it was like five thousand dollars more. Uh, to go to this other company. It's a better company in the industry that he's in, but he's been at this place for eight years. So, you know, he, it's, you know, he, he knows what he's got here. Is it worth to go to, like, say you're working at uh, redstate.com. Right. And you were making it, and then uh, the resurgent calls and say, hey, we're going to offer you $5,000 more. Do you stay with Red State? You've been there for eight years, or do you go to uh, the resurgent for 5000 You know what I'm saying? It was It was a tough call. 
In the end, I gave him no advice. I hung up on him. I'm like, I can't believe you're making that much yeah, money. Yeah, bye. Goodbye. See you later. For Click. that little money, I just figure you stay where you're at. Yeah, but it's a yeah. better, like a better, more reputable company in his industry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like you're so working for RC be... Cola and Coke offers you. Sure, but you're making the same <laughs> money, doing essentially the same job. It was a little more for... money, but okay. with a better company. Okay, I guess. I got, that, all right, yeah. I got but anyway, so I just realized I have no idea what people make these days. So what do you do? What do you make? That's all I'm asking. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Michael's in Ackworth. Michael, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you doing, Mark? Uh, I just want to say I love the show. And also, uh, you know, what I do is I make uh, clean chemicals for restaurants. And one of the restaurants that I uh, make chemicals for is a restaurant that you took your uh, beautiful ride to, uh, Nakano. Oh, I love Nakato. So good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a fantastic. So, what do you do with what do you do with chemicals? What what's going on with chemicals? He puts them in the food. <laughs> yeah, what do, what do you? No, no, no. I make the cleaning chemicals to clean your dishes. Oh, your, okay. So, so you yeah, have I'm like in, a... I'm in the back of, back of the uh, restaurant. Very you know, nice. That work. Uh, so I uh, I'm a production manager for uh, Supersource. And I make about uh, right at eighty thousand dollars a year. That's pretty good, man. Do you get to eat for free in these restaurants that you uh, supply to? Well, I've been in the Cotto, um I've been in the Cotto a couple of times, and Sachi gave a call out to her. She's <laughs> the owner, nice. and she's she great. Loves me. I don't know why, but she does. You're a lovable guy, Michael. You're a lovable guy. <laughs> that I think <laughs> you can't you put a dollar amount on that. The fringe benefits of of certain things, like I. Loved working at a restaurant as a waiter because I got free food. Oh, free meals. Sometimes man. two meals a day. Yeah. Like, I guess you could put a dollar total on that, but to me, that was, it was fantastic. I was making a dollar 19 an hour plus tips, but I was getting to eat two meals a day. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's a plus. Especially when I was food insecure, Deborah Green. Carl's in Kennesaw. Carl, uh, welcome to the show. What do you do? What do you make? I am a truck driver over the road, and I make uh, between 65 and 70 a year. So is it the, I know it differs probably by the type of truck you're driving and the, the load and everything, but if you want, can you work more and make more, you know what I'm saying, or is it just a flat fee for the year? No, I can actually, if I bought my own truck, I would bump it up to between 250 and 300 Wow, but the truck has got to be monsterly expensive then. Yeah, they start about 115 120 grand. It might be worth it though if you're gonna if you can make that much a year. What, what's holding you back from getting your own truck? Um, I've only been at this for two years. Okay, that makes sense. So I want a little bit more experience, a little bit more uh, winter driving before I put my own name on it. Yeah, I get that. I get that. What do you typically haul? Um, clothing and hazmat. Oh, jeez. I'm hopefully wanted... not at the same time. Yeah, different different loads. <laughs> no, definitely hopefully. not at the same time. That, totally you, different companies. I'm, I hope you get more for doing the hazmat stuff than the clothing. Yeah. Okay, good. That that makes sense. Like, if you're uh, hauling a, a load of bananas as opposed to a load of uh, medical waste, right? The medical waste should be, you should get paid more for you it, should, I guess. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, you don't know. I could definitely see myself driver. doing a truck driving job. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I like driving. Stop in every truck stop. You'll have to have one of those restrooms in the back, like the ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, no, I would just personal. have the uh, bedpan. I would uh, just, yeah. I'd have a bedpan yeah. in the cab. Assuming my stomach is good. Because yeah. I'd love to drive around the country. I think I, think I would be You would good never at that. make it to your destination on time because you have to stop every <sighs> all right, 10 all right. minutes. Listen, I'm You'd drinking. You'd be like, hey, can you throw in an extra promo? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be right there. <laughs> I'm drinking lactate eggnog. I'm trying, Longoria. I'm trying. Mark's in Cleveland. Mark, welcome to the show. What's cooking, buddy? 
Hey, man, how's it going? Excellent. What do you do? What do you make? Uh, so I'm a retail store manager and uh, been going at it about four years now. So the, the, the company so the, that I'm with. The stats said 41000 a year for retail store manager. Are they off or are they on? Uh, for me, they're off. Okay. Um, I started I started out as manager making right at about 49 Okay. And uh, now, four years later, I'll be in the high 70s, possibly bust 80. That's after four years? Yeah. Four that's, years. A, that's really good. Yeah, I'm quitting today. Yeah. Do you like Do you like your gig? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I've, I've been with the company for uh, going on a decade. What's your and, What's uh, the biggest uh, uh, the biggest task in your job? Like, what's the thing that is most important that you do day to day? Oh man, uh, having the right amount of people um, in the store and finding good people to work for Just you. Just trying to get the the right people in in the company. Absolutely, yeah. that is that is always the most difficult part. Well, I recommend Longoria if you know. It, <laughs> If he's interested, I don't want to fold shirts and Can, stuff like yeah, that. exactly. Can you find out, Deborah, what the average uh, airline pilot starting salary is? So my buddy went to pilot school. Do you know? And again, this is like 1996, but like the major carriers were starting out like twenty thousand yeah, dollars. I don't a think year. they make much at the beginning. That's I think they have to be there for 20, a while. Thousand yeah. dollars a year to fly like a big plane. Yeah, it says starting out about twenty five, and then anywhere depending on experience and where you go and your flights, all the way up to one seventy. That's that like that literally is less than a like a starting bus driver makes more than a starting pilot. Not that bus drivers aren't underpaid either, but I mean a, a starting pilot. Yeah, a pilot, you would think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's know. crazy. Drew's in Woodstock. Drew, what do you do? What do you make? I own a home inspection company. Oh, I've got you're two your own gentlemen boss. That work for me. You're your own boss. Yeah, That's the way to do absolutely. it. That is the way to I've been do doing it. That. Yeah, I've been doing that since I was 18. I can't. I just can't work for stupid people. I, luckily, I work for great people. My bosses, <laughs> if they're listening, I, they are amazing. They're smart. Uh, so, so That's what all my guys tell me. At, uh, make me really jealous. What do you make in a year at owning your own business? Make me really insanely this, jealous. This right year, now. even with COVID, this year I'll net just under five hundred thousand. God bless you. My guys, my guys make anywhere from depending on how hard they want to work, uh, they can make anywhere from seventy to hundred. So you are just you're just squeezing them. <laughs> you, you are making money off the sweat year. of their labors. Uh, I so I bought my house like fifteen years ago. So what's the going rate for a home inspection these days? Uh, about an average. Of, my average is about four hundred eighty bucks. So for like you come out to inspect Chuck's stone house, it's four hundred eighty dollars. And Roughly. if I'm doing my math correctly, the guy that does the inspection makes a buck and a quarter, and you get the rest. That's correct. He makes anywhere from 30 to <laughs> what 45 racket. What a racket. Good <laughs> well, for not you, for him. Good for you. That's awesome, man. But I have but I have to endure all the expense, all the exposure. Yeah, yeah I everything. get it. So you said you net 500 k What's the gross? Yep. What are you doing for uh, it? Just over 700 this year. I'm so proud of you, Drew. I'm, I'm half yeah. proud and half mad. But most, hey, I've been doing it for I've been doing it for a while, so I enjoy it. I love being I love going to work. I love getting in my car every day and going to work. Now, do you do inspections still or no? Absolutely. Yeah, you got to I'm three a day. You got to pound the pavement. Uh, and were, were you an inspector that decided to put up your own shingle? Is that how it happened? No, I was actually uh, a builder, and I just got tired of putting on my tool belt every morning. So yeah. I went one weekend and met the owner of a franchise that. Uh, uh, we really clicked well. He's ex-military. I'm very high-strung. As you can tell, I talk kind of fast. Uh, you know, we really clicked, and he said, come buy a franchise. And I, I went in that following Monday, bought it, and moved to Atlanta. 
about uh, a week later, and I've been here for seven years that's from the, New Orleans. That's the best, man. you got to be your own boss. Congratulations, Drew. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy the show. Thank you Thanks, all much. Thanks, buddy. So he sends a banana out. <laughs> it's a $480 gig. The guy doing the thing gets 120 and Drew sits back and is like, 360. I mean, yep. isn't that how it works around yeah. here? Like Andrew's doing everything in the yeah, other yeah, room? Yeah, I get it. I mean, <laughs> but I've never seen it put down in hard numbers like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's amazing. you got to be your own boss. You have to do it. Ellen, DeGeneres? No. Yes. Regular Ellen I'm is here. on the Mark Arab Show. Hey, Ellen, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What do you, what, uh, what do you do and what do you make? Well, I'm a customs broker, and I make low six figures. What is a customs broker? Exactly. No one knows. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> we, we help people get goods into the United States from other countries so that they can sell them here. Oh, so like Longoria wants to import some uh, cascajones from Tijuana. Right. You will... <laughs> Negotiate, or Chuck wants to bring in some pelts from northern Canada. You right. Will, okay. And I coordinate with all the government agencies. Every shipment has probably two government agencies involved. So you do the legwork, the paperwork, to make sure that Chuck's pelts get safe and sound. Exactly. To, uh... They go through Fish and Wildlife and USDA and Customs. That's amazing. What uh, what country is most difficult to uh, deal with? Uh, China. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, really, because because the extra tariffs, that's where that stuff comes from. The tariffs applied by Trump to the goods coming in from China. Yeah. So everything that used to be duty-free now suddenly has 25% duty on it. Wow. That's a lot, yeah. that's a lot people, of duty. People, <laughs> well, people try to try to, you know, say, well, if we call it this, can we bring it in duty-free again? No. You can't. It's Chinese. Yeah. You can't. I dream of uh, I dream of being duty free. I really do, Ellen. <laughs> By the way, it's pronounced. You need it. It's pronounced China. 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 What's Gi- pronounced China? China. That's oh, how the president. Okay. Pro- you know, China. Oh, I see. I see. I gotcha. I gotcha. Ellen, keep yeah, up the good work. Too. That's a, that's an interesting gig. Getting Chuck's pelts into the country. Oh. Longoria's cascajones. Uh, more of your calls, plus Nicole Carr when we come back, 404-872-0750, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 53 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street, uh, 4 on The Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter. She doesn't sweat, she makes others sweat. She is Nicole Carr from Channel 2 Action News. She joins us on the program. First off, Nicole, congrats on your Emmy arrival today. That's pretty sweet. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. You deserved it. Nicole, an award-winning, I can say that, reporter for Channel 2 Action News, talking about a story tomorrow. The, the headline for me is that you're moving to Canada. What? Are you leaving us? What's the story here? <laughs> I'm not moving anywhere. I'm in good. this house. Good. But, <laughs> no, you know, we started looking at this. You remember that story about how the Google searches for Canadian citizenship and how to move to Canada started to spike oh yeah yeah after that that first presidential debate that we watched so we started looking into this and talking to metro atlantans who are seriously considering the move we we have a guy who he should be in toronto as we speak that we interviewed about leaving amid political and social justice unrest and just kind of just being unhappy with where we are as a country right now but we also looked at some government records to see 
you know, just how many folks are actually giving up their citizenship um, in 2020 to, to move on. And um, talking with an immigration attorney there in Canada who's like, hey, I haven't seen anything like this in my 25 years. Of so it wasn't just like idle chit chat on social media, like people are actively looking to move to Canada. Actively looking, and you're going to hear her cite how many of her clients out of those calls are actually in the process or have already done it. Wow, that that surprises me because I know everyone's like, oh, I mean, yeah, after that first debate, I understand why the, the Google search <laughs> went through. I think we were all like just shaking our heads. But uh, I just thought, you know, that was just the idle threats. But people are actually thinking about and maybe actually moving to north of the border to get out of the political climate here. Yeah, she really added to the story because, you know, we're talking to a man who has some um, familial ties and you think, okay, if you've got a parent who's from Canada or what, you know, maybe that's not such a hard move. But then you hear this attorney talk about what's coming into her her office. So it's just an interesting look at at what people are really considering um, and in. It's beyond the the internet searches. So this, it was an interesting piece. That is, mm-hmm. I, I look forward to it. This is tomorrow. What time can folks see this? This will be at five, specifically five forty-five. Five forty-five p.m. <laughs> you watch Nicole, then you switch over to the Mark Aram show at six. Real quick, Nicole, we're talking about uh, salaries. Your first reporting gig, if you don't mind sharing, <laughs> where were you and how much did you make a year? Wilmington, North Carolina, 18500 a year. That's not a lot of money, but that's a pretty good first market. You're by the beach. I mean, you could have been in, uh, you know, Idaho Elmira. or something. Well, my, my offer, it was either Elmira or <laughs> Wilmington. I got the offer in Elmira first, and Wilmington called when I was in the airport. And I was like, yes, yeah, I'm going back home. <laughs> we'll snatch that. Well, I'm glad Channel 2 snatched you. She is an amazing investigative reporter. Tomorrow, 545, why Longoria is moving to Canada. Nicole, always a pleasure, buddy. Thank you. Love y'all. Love you Bye. too, buddy. All right, we'll come back with more of your calls. What do you do? What do you make? Plus, we got Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review and Deborah Green with breaking news. I don't know what kind of breaking news. She said, I've got breaking news. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. I got permission to put your mama in a headlock. 7.36.24 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8. Don't forget, you can listen at home. And enjoy the show with Amazon Alexa, Google Play. Just say, play 95.5 WSB, or you can use the WSB radio app. Johnny Kobasa coming up in just a second with a fast food review. Talking about my complete lack of knowledge of what uh, people make these days. Uh, fashion designer, Longoria. What does a fashion designer make? Ooh, probably about 90 grand. 67K. That's it? Yeah. Mm, that's Fiz- all? Yeah. I would think they'd make more. Worth I it. can't believe anyone pays them. I know, right? <laughs> Look what I'm wearing. I know. <laughs> uh, what do you think uh, an animal groomer makes per annum, Longoria? Animal groomer. Makes per animal? Per animal or no, per year? Per annum, year, per oh. year. Um, eh, I would say 40. 37.4. Good job, Longoria. You're doing all right at this. Uh, Low T. Chuck, what does a petroleum engineer make? Ooh. Uh, These are the people that make Vaseline, petroleum jelly. Nice try. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 125. 156. Yeah, I have yeah. some friends who are petroleum engineers. I didn't even know that was a job. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, do you just measure oil? No. 
No, all right. it's it's so far above our head. If okay. they even tried to dumb it down to explain <laughs> it, you and I would look at it. Understood. Like, it's, Understood. Yeah. Thank you for way above for us. breaking it down to yeah. me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so just basically asking the question: What do you do? What do you make in 2020? Denise is in Peachtree City. Denise, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hi there. I'm great. Thanks. So I'm in my 34th year of being a middle school choir director, and. I have three college degrees, and I'll make not quite seventy-five thousand this year. That's that's, but you do what you love, right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing yes, it virtually yes. right now? What's what's the deal with choir these days? I I have um, six classes every day online, and then I also teach six classes during my um, planning period combined virtually because some of the kids are chose to be virtual full-time sure sure so but i also um i work a full-time job in the summer and that is not music related and um i also work gates at our athletic events to make a little bit of extra so uh and i teach a lot of private lessons so with all of that you know i make a few extra thousand good good everyone's got to have a side hustle let me ask if someone yeah. wants to join <laughs> choir what's what's the song that you that you ask them to sing in like tryouts or whatever happy birthday because if they can hit the octave then i know they they're in they All got right. it i'm ready i'm ready for my audition you ready okay hit it <sighs> i don't know if i want to go high or low on this one i'm going to go low on this one <laughs> happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Denise in Peachtree City. Yes, did it. Happy birthday to you. You hit the octave, you're in. Oh, nice. Every choir. You all <laughs> mock my singing around here, but I just oh, made everybody the... did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was mocking it. And my kids were mocking <laughs> it. How about this you one? You just passed. You passed the middle school choir audition. How yeah. about this? Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Longorious face is a glistening. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. No, all right. Denise, thank you for teaching the uh, America's youth. Eric is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Eric, sorry for my singing. Welcome to the show. What do you do? What do you make? Hey, man, uh, I'm an automotive technician, and I'm commission-based this year. I'm tracking about 180000 Wow, that's amazing. Congrats, Eric. Thank you. Has it always been that good since you've been in this uh, racket? Mm -hmm. No, I've been doing this over 20 years. You know, when I started, I don't know, I was probably making in the mid-20,000s or something, you know. And then uh, it's as the years have went on, it's progressively, you know, increased up to, you know, to the point where I'm at now. What's This the, year, oddly, I'm sorry, go ahead. What, what's the biggest reason for that that increase? Is it the, uh, the what you're charging you know, or how does it work? No, you know, there, there's a lot of different um there's a lot of different things. It, it depends on where you work. It depends on your your customer base. It depends on um, it depends on you as a person. You know, uh, you would hope that you know in 20 years you get better at what you're doing. Yeah, you know, sure. than When you started, um, that has a lot to do with it. it. Has a lot to you know. You have to be very self motivated. You have to you know you, you can't you can't be the type of person to have someone barking down down your neck telling you what to do all the time. Yeah. You have to be the type of person to to be able to do that without having someone tell you what to do. But that's fair. Um, that's a, that's, that's a, you've got to be proud of that. That's a really, really amazingly high salary. Yeah. Well, no, I am, you know, and, and, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the people I work with, um, you know, you know, they make similar, you know, 
incredible amounts of money, yeah. I would say. Um, you know, and it's it's uh, it, it is a business that if um, you you can make as much money as you want to make it. Yeah. It's all dependent on yourself. I think that's kind of like like radio sales, right, Deborah? I mean, we we know the salespeople here that that crush it, and we know the people that are just like skating by. But I, I'm severely uh, questioning my career choices after hearing what these people make. 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know. He's been making seven figures since he was wearing short pants. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I want to try out for Longo's bumper music choir coming with the block lockdown. I got permission to put your mama in a headlock. She tried to put me in a figure four leg lock, bro. Great song. Greg great the song. Hammer Valentine with the figure four <laughs> leg lock. What's, uh, what's on the menu tonight, Big Papa? Happy almost Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving week. Cancel all your plans, hopefully. But uh, to come to the rescue, Popeyes has got something for you for next week if you're just going to stay home and okay. you don't want to mess around with turkey because they've got turkey and they're going to deliver it. Uber Eats, Popeyes, they got something called turkey which is really just an eight-piece box of chicken, a side, and uh, four biscuits. But they're delivering it to you in this. They're calling it a festive plastic turkey shell. So instead of just the box, you get your eight pieces, you get your four biscuits, you get your side. And then um, it's in this it, – it, it's going to great – Turkey-shaped container. Now, Mark, I think this turkey-shaped container is gonna gonna keep paying off for you because the bottom of it gonna make a big good plate for you for the rest of the year. But the top looks like a turkey. Now you could make a big Jello mold out of it, but I really think it's gonna make a good hat. Take that turkey hat and put it on top for the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend, and you're out the door. Also, if you spend 20 bones with them, they'll throw in a uh, chicken sandwich combo. So there you go. You order the eight-piece box. You get the plastic thing that comes with it. You get the biscuits, and you get a sandwich to go with it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I uh, I just Googled it. Uh, the the Here's the Popeye. I'm going to tweet this out, the picture. This is pretty amazing. It reminds me of, you remember Longoria when you'd go to an Astros game as a kid? Um, and they'd get, you'd get ice cream in a in a helmet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. reminds me. It's like it's like that, but with chicken, chicken in a helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Then you can wear it afterwards. Johnny, no, yeah. you just you agree, disagree. No, that's good. That, yeah, I All think right. you're right. It's <laughs> no, but this is bigger than those little ones. I mean, I know what you're talking about the old the old batting helmets that they put ice cream in. At least the yeah. ones around me were were small. This yeah. is like a full size hard helmet that you go to the county fair and you have to do the okay you throw two pitches and then you have to guess the speed of the third pitch sure. if there was the atlanta turkeys playing in the baseball league this is the one you'd get did little johnny kielbasa have one of those like fake uh, plastic helmets with the indians logo on it you know oh, like yeah yeah the, i won it i won it doing that very doing, game that i'm t- that i told you guess about. the speed yeah, yeah. that, that every time if if you I had one of those as a kid, out. Deborah, as a, I don't know about for girls, but for a dude, if you had like I had that hard plastic Yankees batting helmet, oh man, that was the coolest thing around with the the inside the adjustable brown yeah. little thing, it's like plastic. Yeah, with, my brother yeah. had that stuff. Yeah, and with a big sign that said, "This is not intended to protect yeah. your head from anything." <laughs> Dope. But as a kid, you're like, "Oh, I'm safe now. I've got this. Uh, I've got this plastic helmet on my head." And and if you're li- you wear it out in the hot summer sun, that thing will bake your head. 
Well done. And Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's a little heat bomb in there. All right, so it's the Popeye's turkey. If you don't have Thanksgiving plans or uh, your significant other can't cook very well, you get a little plastic jello mold of a turkey from uh, our friends at Popeye's. And they'll deliver, Johnny, or do you have to get it to, like, Uber Eats or... Oh, they, they're teamed up with Uber Eats for this. Okay, good. All right. So yeah. it's not the regular Popeye folk out there driving and driving and dropping these off. Yar, no, they're staying home. Sorry, <laughs> right. that was a bad Popeye impression. Was, <laughs> much better. Much better. Johnny K., we appreciate you as always. And if the spinach is high, so am I. Follow me on Twitter. Johnny Cobasa rocks on Instagram. And listen to the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or johnnycobasa.com. Turkeys. Uh, all things Kilbasa and johnnykilbasa.com. Programming note, Deborah, on Monday, next Monday, mm-hmm. we are... We're on early. You're going to be on 9 to noon mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday. So 9 to noon on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll be, I don't know, 1140 for the Faster Review in the Football Minute Monday oh, morning. All, all right. And then you're off on Wednesday. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you it. All right. Uh, appreciate <laughs> appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. All right. Uh, Daryl joins us in Griffin. Daryl, welcome to the show. What do you do? What do you make, Daryl? I'm a registered uh, nurse. I make around 70, but the best part's only work three days a week. 70K a year, three days a week? Is it like really long three days, though? It's 12 hour shifts each day. That's not bad. I would do that. No, I mean, I couldn't do, be a nurse. God bless you. You're doing amazing work. I couldn't do that. I see any blood and I'm on the floor. Uh, but that's <laughs> for three days a week, 75. I could do that. It's, uh, it's, it's nice. I couldn't go back to. Working five days a week. What's the worst part of your job as a nurse where you're like, oh, I got to do this? Giving Longoria a sponge bath or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that would that would make me one of them. The sponge wow, bath Wow, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, are bedpans still a thing, Daryl? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd rather give Longoria a sponge bath than deal with the bedpans, I think. Yeah, you, you get used to it. All right. Thank you for your service, uh, Daryl. Nurse, that's a tough gig. AJ's down in Columbus. AJ, welcome to the show. Howdy. What up, brother? I'm doing well. Uh, I just want to let you know I, I'm an industrial engineer with a focus in concrete matrices. Ooh. I develop building materials, especially in the reusable materials, uh, especially concretes and uh, concrete mixtures. I make about 347 a year. 347000 uh, Yes. As a concrete matrix, that's more than Keanu Reeves made in the first Matrix. That's unbelievable. <laughs> well, the funny part is I'm only 25. So. Shut the front door. Yeah. AJ, uh, I, I, I hate to do this because I, I don't want to lean on our friendship, but I got a big wedding to pay for in September. <laughs> can, you, can you loan me some money, my friend? <laughs> I, are you being responsible? If someone gave me three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year oh, at your age, oh. I, I would, I'd be dead by now. Yeah. You had that big Mardi Gras well, party. You yeah, exactly, to do. exactly well, right. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I have, a, I have an old heart and old soul, so I just go fishing and I uh, go hunting, and that's pretty much it. That's good, man. That's unbelievable. I should be on a, You should, you should, y'all should hook me up with someone. Uh, I'm not eligible bachelor. So. Oh, all right. You know what? I'm yeah, put... making that money. Yeah, not going to be for you'll long. You'll get snatched up in a hurry. I'm going to put you on hold, AJ. Uh, give Chuck your email. We'll definitely uh, get you hooked up. Now, I'm assuming as an engineer, though, are you still paying student loans, or you already got those knocked out? Uh, well, I went. So I went to graduate school as well. So yeah. I have a doctorate in um, in the industrial engineering and concrete matrices, especially concrete matrices. So um, about. $20,000 less. 
That's amazing. All right, hang on the line. Every single woman in Atlanta just drove off the I wish road. I was smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you I, want me to get from him? Just his email. I'll give him my email. Okay. Oh, he hung up. He's yeah. like, ah, screw it. I don't he's want like, to. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want to play man. love connection with Aram. That's 25. No, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't have done it. I would have been dead. I'd been a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three, at 46, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this. Take this money, Longoria. Take it. Uh, all right. We'll come back, finish up with your calls uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. One segment to go of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show. Got to be super quick. What do you do? What do you make? Rich and Ackworth, what do you do? What do you make? Hey, Mark. I am uh, a residential roofing contractor, and I'll probably make about 360 this year. You're just rubbing it in my nose, Rich. I get up at 3 in the well, morning, and I, that's uh, congratulations, though. Uh, Patrick, real quick, what do you do? What do you make? Uh, well, I'm still in school, but I'll be graduating here in a couple months, and I know what I will be making, and I'm going into advertising. And I thought, since a lot of people say they never even knew that that was a job that people have, I thought maybe you could take a guess. Buck and a quarter. Writing commercials. What's that? 125000 No. Starting salary is going to be fifty-five to sixty. That's what I meant. But you can, uh, you can work your way up <laughs> to— uh, That's great. That's a great starting salary, though, out of college. David, uh, what do you do? What do you make? So the same guy that seems a service advisor, I make 150 a year. And the difference is I put my hands on everything. I buy cars and sell cars. I sell transmissions, sell engines. I sell your windshields, whatever I can make money on. I got guys that can do it cheaper. You're like a, you're like a modern day, uh, you're a modern day uh, Fred Sanford. I like it. Uh, Steve's incoming. Steve, what do you do? What do you make? Uh, we'll never know. Steve was like... I make $19 million a year. And I'm going to give you some. I am. You just accidentally hung I'm up. Steve Young, former <laughs> NFL quarterback. We have some well-off listeners. Right? We Can we say, For I real. Say that? Yeah. 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 Like... You just did. Agreed. We have the highest average salary and listenership and now, of any radio show. Are you guys show. ready for the Mark That's amazing. Uh, oh, uh, Randy. Randy uh, was very entertaining for the, uh, hey, Alicia Keys. Uh, she did a great job with Millennial Match Game. Tomorrow on the show, one hour, Deborah Green? Yeah, we got a one hour show. One hour yep. show. Little Sanjay, what would you rather? We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 